Hey guys, welcome to Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things, a podcast about how to get through life and find God in every season while walking in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to tell you guys something really cool that's going to be coming out on July 31st. I'm going to be posting an episode of the podcast with my first interview. This interview will be with an amazing guy named Tyler Smith. He's an NBA sports writer, a pastor, a coach, and the author of Searching for Seven. Searching for Seven is a book about the journey of seeking God seven days a week. You can look for this book on the website searchingforseven.com where you'll find links to the book and the blog and other helpful products. Tyler Smith is an awesome guy. I can't wait for you to hear the interview. It's going to address things like, how do we seek God? Why is that important? What do you do if you feel bogged down? How to get back in the game? How to look at God as an intimate and personal father and friend to you? All of these issues are going to be addressed in this episode. It's going to be great, and I hope that you will join me and Tyler Smith on July 31st, which is a Friday, for this awesome interview. Thanks, guys. I hope this podcast finds you guys well. I hope you've had a relaxing week and gotten to do some fun things, but if you're like me, Life tends to be somewhat of an ongoing and constant struggle. I know, right? Anyway, today, something that's been on my heart this past week, I want to talk about is the lies that we believe. Have you ever just stopped during the day and taken kind of an inventory of what it is that you're believing based on current situations that you find yourself in and how those beliefs are impacting what you do and how you feel and then the decisions that you make the rest of your day. I know, it's like, no, I don't have time for that. But it's been interesting because I've tried to be a little bit more intentional today and this past week about what it is that I'm believing and like, it's crazy to see all these different lies that I believe. Like, I knew that there were different things that I struggled with, you know, like, oh, I'm afraid that, you know, I can't do this, or I won't have enough of, you know, money to do that, or I'm afraid of this bill, or I'm afraid of that person not liking me, or whatever. But that was like to the extent which is kind of this afterthought of, yeah, we as believers, we believe lies, but, you know, surely it's not really that bad. But in my Bible study, I've been learning about the abundant life that Christ came to give us. And it says in his word, it says that he came, that I came, this is Jesus talking, to that you might have life and have it abundantly. And so, I was wrestling with that because I think to myself, life is hard. I mean, I know it's never supposed to be perfect, but overall it feels more like this giant burden that I'm getting through versus something that is joyful and peaceful and and I'm 
finding the joy of the Lord and I'm finding that spiritual abundance. And so I started thinking, well, I wonder what and where that disconnect is coming from. And I don't think that this is everything to do with it, but I think it's a big key piece is these lies that we believe and the lies that we believe stopping us from experiencing God on a daily basis in a deep way and then allowing us to access the spiritual gifts that we have in Christ, therefore living in more of an abundant mindset because abundance in Christ is this spiritual thing. So it's not going to come from something that we produce or a feeling. It's something that we access by being in the spirit and having access to the spirit of God, which Yes, Christ never leaves us or and forsakes us, but he can be right there and we, you know, are unaware of his power and his presence in our life. So the point is, I'm going to kind of walk you through a little bit of my day and kind of highlight some of these lies that I'm believing, had been believing, trying not to believe now, and what they did and how they impacted the rest of my day. So... My husband and I, um, he came in home from work that morning. He works overnight. He came in and everything was fine. And then there was this little disagreement that came out of nowhere. And that from that disagreement, I started thinking to myself, you know, oh, my marriage is just always, you know, this always happens. We can't ever just have a nice morning, uh, blah, blah, blah. And all that sounds really silly, but it was that belief there in that moment of that turned a little spat into something that reached a talon down in my heart and made me focus on this lie that my marriage is a negative thing, it's a bad thing, it's always, you know, we're always fighting and bickering when that isn't true. And then that internal lie that I believed then led me to be quite irritable with my husband, which made him to be irritable and so it was just kind of like that kind of set the day up for just easily offended and high emotions and it was just it was just stupid and so when I think about that I think we have to choose the truth in every situation we face as a believer and it's like, why did we want to know God? Why why did we want to become believers? It certainly couldn't have been because we thought that we were just going to have an easy life and everything would be laid out for us. Because we've got to put this work in here. You know, this abundant life is, is possible, but it's not just that. It's the freedom of, of not being bombarded with these lies and just being the prey. Like... The devil shoots an arrow at your direction, you know, with some idea or mindset or, or emotion or trigger, whatever. And he hits you with it and you just, you know, jump like a donkey on a mountaintop. When really, you can be hit by those same arrows and doesn't mean they don't hurt. But you're like, okay, I'm over that. I don't want to do that. That's not true. Yes, this happened, but... God says I'm his beloved child, the apple of his eye, that he knitted me together in my mother's womb. Or maybe it's other verses where it said, no, the Lord will provide for me. He said in his word that he will provide and protect, that he is my shield and my buckler, and I am 
covered under the feathers of his wings. So regardless of what is happening, the lies that we have are so ingrained into us that they affect what we think of ourselves and they affect how we relate to others and they affect how we get, keep, or lose different opportunities in our lives. Because if you're thinking about now, since this is the topic that I'm talking about, the lies that you might be believing, when it comes to prayer and we are, you know, given authority in Christ to pray for those um, that are sick or that need um, help and encouragement to be lifted up out of a depression or whatever manner of praying, but yet we are believing all of these lies then why would the supernatural realm bow to our prayers of of effectiveness because when we are not living that truth, but then all of a sudden we call on that truth. So my point being, these lies we believe have a very big impact on our walk with the Lord and on our power that we can have in our lives through the Holy Spirit to intercede for people and to bless people and to, you know, possibly um, ask for miracles for people. And so we really have to get a grip on the lies that we believe and we need to start cutting those down to size because you, friend, are so loved by the Father. And Whatever your thing is, if it's, I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, I'm too, you know, nobody likes me because I'm a nerd, nobody thinks, you know, I can't have children, I must not be worth anything, all of anything, I don't have the right job, I don't have the right, whatever it is, big or small, don't let these things have the power to disturb your inner person. Your inner person should be a sacred place where only the Lord has access to, where only his truth and his freedom that he brings with him, because Christ came so that we could be free and free indeed. So when we believe lies and then when we don't catch the lies, then they just continue to get deeper and deeper into ingrained within us. The lies stop us from the abundant life. The lies stop us from living just any sense of peace. Because if you are living in the lie that you're not enough, that you're fearful, that you have all these bad things that might happen, and maybe this and maybe that, you're never going to be free. And being free means not being trapped. And you aren't trapped by your circumstances. What you're trapped by is the belief of something that might happen, and that isn't yours to have. Just as good things that happen, but they haven't happened yet, aren't yours to have, neither are the bad things that we believe might happen. Those aren't ours to have either. So we carry these weights on us. We allow them in and we carry them on us and we don't make them leave. And we must stand up to these lies. We must be able to be intentional and throughout the day, you know, choose to be 
living in truth and in freedom. When you get the thought, oh, I can't stand my kid one more second, that is a lie. And you need to take a minute and get your, you know, your thoughts and whatever you're going to do. And you go in and as a calm, firm, loving mom or dad, you talk to your child for the umpteenth billionth trillionth time. When you hear in your mind, oh, the Lord never does anything like that for you, you call it out. You don't sit there and dance with it. No, call it out name of Jesus Christ get behind me I owe it nothing to do with jealousy praise you Lord for taking care of me take the lies and one by one rip them out the more you rip them out the stronger you're gonna get in your freedom and the stronger that you are in your freedom allows there to be room for God to show his great great self to you Friends, we became believers because we wanted Jesus. It was a confession of faith in Jesus Christ. Why do we waste so much of our lives pursuing us and living in lies when we have available to us the king of the universe is right next to you, up in your business, loving you, protecting you, planning things for you. Go back and think about when you became a Christian. Because I guarantee you, that part of you, at that night, or in that day, or in that church, that person wanted the Lord. Not what else they could get. We're called to serve and to love and to know the Lord. It's all about Him. And when we believe lies... We are short-stopping ourselves from becoming and doing the things that He has for us. And we are not experiencing His comfort and His tenderness and His presence in our pain. And we're not experiencing His joy over our victories. And we're not experiencing His presence in the provisions that he gives so just be aware of that try to be a little bit intentional this week on what you're thinking is it true and if it's not then get rid of it little by little you won't be able to do it all at once and sometimes it can feel very overwhelming if you were to do what I said and start noticing the lies it could very well and very easily get overwhelming like those are too many lies now I feel bummed out and that's a possibility but if you get overwhelmed just take a step back because again you're not doing this God is doing this in you you don't have to perform God is going to help you and so if you're tired and you're worn out and you you know just get overwhelmed by all the masses of the lies that you're finding you know in your mind and in your heart just tell Jesus and keep going you can do this God has given us everything that we need for life and godliness and you hear that verse a lot but people he's given it it's here it's available we can 
really have access to the Father God of the universe wanting and waiting to help us, to hold us close, to lift us up, and to take us to the next thing. So I hope this week that you will be greatly encouraged to know that if you start to notice the lies and things get harder, that you are on the right path and it won't always be like that. Pretty soon you will have a lot of free space and free parts of your heart that will be able to worship the Lord. So just hang in there, hang on, and remember that God loves you. I'm so glad you were here. Remember to like this episode and drop a comment. Uh, I read them, each one of them personally. They're very helpful to me. And uh, spread the word about this podcast. If you like it, tell a friend. And then remember, you can DM me on Instagram or email me uh, at can't get me down with your brown at gmail.com if you're interested in buying some of my art. I do a blog post at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com on Mondays and an art um, little picture on Instagram on Wednesdays and the podcast drops every Friday. So go over, have a read, a listen, a look, and uh, drop a comment and a share. And I am praying for you guys. I go into my uh, stats on my podcast, you know, the admin page, and I pray for you guys. I look at where you're coming from and I don't know you, but I pray for you and I'm thankful for you. And I am so grateful for you and your support of my podcast. So I love you guys. Dear Jesus, be with all of the listeners, Lord, in a very real way. That you would just show them the lies that they're believing. That you would give them the ability, Father, to see. And you would give them the confidence and the comfort to face it. And to head out, Lord, in a new direction of making new pathways and being able to have new sight and new ability, Lord, to experience your presence and your just love for them. I pray this in your great and mighty name. Amen. Amen.